What's up, everybody? I am so excited for season two of Speak On It with Zachary McIver Jr. I am so elated for everyone to be here. Oh, I'm just going to give you about one more minute, one or two more minutes to uh, come on in. But I am excited. I'm excited to be here. We, uh, As you come in, please like, share, and comment because we are going to be talking about something that has... It's been on my mind to talk about, and I got a great person, a great teacher of the gospel with us. I got a great teacher of the gospel with us. I will introduce him in a little bit. So we're going to give you one more minute, one more minute to come on in. And as you come on in, please like, share, and comment, because it's really important for us to get this word out. All right? I'm going to give you one more minute. All right. All right. Well, the minute's up. We are going to go on and continue on, but I'm so excited for season two. Uh, well, with this season, we are going to be talking, we're going to be focus driven. We are going to be purpose driven. Uh, if you have, if you have already been uh, watching us at Speak On It, you will know that our motto is to motivate the dreamers, inspire the um, the under the undetermined, and encourage the ambitious. Uh, I really value that, and especially what has been transpiring in my life. It's been something that has been keeping me going, and I just want, today we're going to encourage you. We're going to encourage you. We are going to hopefully motivate you to do better, and hopefully you will be inspired to keep on living a great and, and holy life, mainly. So, with no further ado, I have a special guest. He is the pastor, senior pastor of Community Chapel of Christ. He is a great teacher of the word. He is the pastor along with his wife, uh, Pastor Lori Beasley. They are the pastors of Community Chapel of Christ. And I am so, uh, I'm so glad to be a part of this ministry. He is my pastor. He is one of my mentors. He is the one, the only Michael Beasley. I am so happy to have him here. All right. Pastor All Beasley, right. how are you All doing? Right. Excellent, excellent. Minister Zachary McIver Jr., we thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the podcast. Yes. Uh, I'm elated, and yes. I'm glad that you're making this move towards expanding the kingdom of God. Yes, sir. It is my firm belief that many of us need to make diligent efforts to expand the kingdom of God. 
Uh, that's our responsibility as Christians. We have to spread the gospel uh, and we have to extend the ministry of Christ, uh, not just in our local community, but on the internet, you yes, know, uh, throughout whatever medium we is all... available to us. Yes, sir. Uh, so I thank God for you yes, allowing sir. God to use you in this capacity. Yes, you know, sir. we're very proud of you. Yes, we sir. thank God for the work you're doing. Thank God for your humility and all you, the only thing you can do right now is just go up. That's yes, the sir. only way uh, you can go from this place where you are right now is to go up. So, yes, you know, again, thank you so much. You're doing a great job. Uh, yes. And we're looking to see more from you. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, one thing that you, uh, before we go into our topic, one thing that I want to say about Pastor Michael Beasley that I admire about him is he is one of the hardest he puts all his energy into making sure ministry and the focus of Christ is the main part of his ministry. No matter what he does, no matter what he teaches, the cross, the Christ on the cross will be his focus. He will tell people that you may be in this, but Jesus loves you and he wants to be your savior. That is something that I've seen him do on countless of occasions, even this past Sunday with our community outreach. The thing he brought, kept on saying is that Christ loves people and he wants to be your savior that's one thing i admire about him and what are we going to talk about today <laughs> i call this topic i call this topic his lane uh pastor michael Beasley's lane because it's something he teaches us at church and our topic today is being led by the holy Spirit, being led by the Holy Spirit, being led by the Holy Spirit. So what what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask Pastor Michael some questions and he's going to give us biblical sound answers from the word of God. And as as you are, uh, as we are listening, if you want to write some of these things down, if you want uh, to if you want to take note and save this because Facebook, you have a a way to save it. You can save it and then you can go back and write down the scriptures because I'm going to tell you we are going to get a lot from the man of God. So. We're going to start, and my first question is, what role does the Holy Spirit play in our lives? Now, I know that's that's a cliche question, but that's the for those who may come on who are not saved. What is the Holy Spirit? What is the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives? Pastor Mike. Uh, let me first say that this is a great question, uh, because many of us, when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we immediately place the Holy Spirit in this building called the church. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that as the question clearly indicates, uh, is what role does the Holy Spirit play in our life, in our lives? Not in the building, but in our lives. And so they're primarily for uh, roles. I, I'll even maybe add a fifth one. Uh, the roles that the Holy Spirit actually provides 
or actually takes in our lives. And number one, it convicts us of sin. Uh, that's the very first thing. The Holy Spirit makes us understand that the actions that we do that are not of God, that are disrespectful to the Lord, that these things are not appropriate and therefore pushes us, pushes us towards having a relationship with God and receiving the Holy Spirit. So again, my answer right now is a very traditional one, very static one, but the first role is to convict us of sin. Matter of fact, the Bible talks about it in John chapter number 16, verse number eight, that the role of the Holy Spirit is to convict us of sin, of righteousness and of judgment. It's the Holy Spirit's responsibility to bring us to a place where we say, you know what? This part of me is not good. This part of me is not acceptable, especially in the eyesight of God. And therefore, there's a need for me to do something different. I, there's some actions that I have to take to change my life. And so we see here uh, in John, it clearly says that the Holy Spirit job, his role is to convict us of sin, of righteousness, letting us know that righteousness is significantly important for us and to convict us towards judgment. The thing we need to try to avoid uh, as individuals who are living in the society. So role number one, role number one, to convict us, the world, our society of sin. Number two, once we have been convicted of sin, then we're being driven towards repenting and then therefore receiving the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, Acts chapter two, verse 38, to repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So the reason why the Holy Spirit is convicting us in regards to sin is to drive us to receive the Holy Spirit, to get us to a place where we receive the Spirit of God inside of us which leads to the third role. Once the Holy Spirit is inside of us, it's going to teach us and guide us unto all truth. It's gonna show us the right thing to do. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. If I had a message, if I had to preach this, you know, if I had to actually take the mic and just go forward, I would clearly say that the job of the Holy Spirit is to help us to make good choices, good choices. And the problem with many of us is uh, in our lives, we make some bad choices. As a matter of fact, Adam and Eve got into the situation that they were in because they made bad choices. And the job of the Holy Spirit is to simply to teach us and guide us to make good choices. That's it. And with that being said, once we start making good choices, then the Holy Spirit fourth role will help us to build us up so we can actually produce fruit. We start producing fruit, building our character. Holy Spirit helps us to build our character. And then lastly, to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. So to answer the question is A, hey, the Holy Spirit job is to convict me of sin, to lead me to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Once the Holy Spirit is down inside of me, guess what's gonna happen? Uh, he's gonna teach me, he's gonna guide me. Thirdly, I'm gonna produce fruit that's gonna build my character. And then fourthly, then I'm gonna move forward in giftings, in giftings. So that's the answer to question number one, is four phased. Uh, the Holy Spirit job is to help us to be the best we can be. That's the answer. 
to be the very best. That's his role. Help us to be the very best we can be and make good choices. And I love love how you broke that down because uh, in a generation or a society now where uh, anything and anything is, you're, you can be easily deterred with it, what, what's going on. Um, and that's so, what you said was so vital because if we, if we are not, if we're not, if we don't know his role in our lives, we will be uh, lost. If I can use that as a as a word, uh, I would say I would say I would use the word lost because we it gives us like you said a sense of conviction, or uh, it causes us to repent. Now, if we didn't have that, we would know that we're doing wrong, but we still want to do it. And just what you said, I. I can't really say much about that, but that was the only thought that came out of that. Uh, and I'm just going to go on straight to question two. How can I recognize the guidance of the Holy Spirit? Right. Uh, another great question. Uh, just to piggyback off of what we just said. And I'm going to be honest with you. The answer to question number one mm -hmm. was a little theological. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and whenever you have a discussion regarding Holy Spirit, you always got to create good foundations. But I'm going to tell you this again, the job of the Holy Spirit is to help us, man, to guide us, to direct us again, to help us make good choices. And in so doing, we have a responsibility to listen to the Holy Spirit, to actually follow the direction of the Holy Spirit, which means that, hey, a, I got to follow the word of God because the, the scriptures have been, been created by the spirit of God. Bible says it in Timothy, that all scripture was given by inspiration of God, inspiration by his spirit. And so guess what? It's the Holy Spirit through his word that guides us and directs us. We need the word of God. We must have the word of God to direct us. Why everybody make these, these these bad choices in our society? Why we have young men going into schools with AR-15s and just shooting up everybody? Why do we have drug dealers on the corners selling chemicals we know that are going to destroy us? As of right now, fentanyl, this particular drug, is being peddled throughout our society. And we're watching over and over again, individuals overdosing, overdosing, overdosing. All because we have dealers who have a desire to satisfy themselves. But just imagine if you had individuals in our society who are doing the exact opposite, who is actually doing good as opposed to bad, who is act actually edifying, building people up as opposed to tearing them down. Actually listening to a Holy Spirit. I repeat, listening to a Holy Spirit as opposed to an unholy spirit that's causing them to hurt. Where would our society be? How we recognize it, firstly, is through the word of God. The word of God is the primary guide. And then secondly, if we want to fight against the word of God, guess what happens? The Holy Spirit then comes in and it convicts our heart. It touches our spirit and it drives us it drives us to be obedient to the scripture. So this, the, the answer to the question, how can I recognize the Holy Spirit? Simple. When something's pricking you to do the right thing, when something is pushing you to, to take the, the right path, 
with something you is, is encouraging to make the right choice, then guess what? That's the Holy Spirit guiding you. That's the Holy Spirit guiding you. So the answer to the question is, yes, if something is changing my heart, if something is convicting me to do what is right, that's the Holy Spirit pushing us. And we need to listen to it. Because I'm going to be honest with you, in our society, in, in a church today, in the body of Christ today, we've got a whole bunch of people that want to do what they want to do. They want to go where they want to go. They want to participate in activities that they want to participate in. Not what God wants. And the Holy Spirit pushes us to do what God wants. And this is why this is important. But definitely, that's, that's our answer. And that, that falls right into the next question. Can distractions cause us from hearing from our Heavenly Father? Does this Can distractions cause us from hearing the Word of God? I, listen, man. <laughs> You know, you know, I'm, I'm real tough know, on that. I know. I know. That's why I let you let you go. <laughs> you know, people be in prayer and they be just like this. <laughs> we supposed to be praying. Oh. You know, in prayer. And, you know, God want to speak to us in prayer. But if I'm like this. And I'm like this. Then guess what happens? If God is speaking, I can't hear him. Because my attention is towards something that is not directly related to him. As a matter of fact, my attention is not on him. And nobody who has a relationship with anyone wants to be talked at or not listened to. Nobody wants to, on the phone, you sitting there talking to someone and they watching TV while you're talking to them. And what you say? What, what did you say? Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, huh? Huh? At the end of the day, we're in relationship with Jesus Christ. And he needs our undivided attention. And if we're distracted, we can't hear from him. If Instagram is more important, if Facebook is more important than him, then guess what? We can hear from God. And again, I'm not demonizing Instagram, Facebook. I'm not demonizing them. I'm saying to you that they have his proper place. But when it's time for prayer, when it's time to hear from God, we put all that stuff down. We put those things aside because I need to hear a word from the Lord. I need to hear from God. As opposed to creating a word within myself and then trying to tell somebody what well, thus saith the Lord. Cause you know, our prophets, they many people that prophesy, they believe they heard a word from the Lord, but oftentimes they're so distracted by other things. They, they're not really hearing, they're hearing their own thoughts or they're repeating something that had been said already. And then they're trying to share that particular uh, uh, word quote word from the Lord with other people. And that's why a lot of the, the saints have been misguided by the prophetic the Lord said he's going to bless you in, in 10 days. You give these $250 and you took that $250 from your rent because you believe that God, the word that came out of that man or woman's mouth was of the Lord. And guess what happened? You have no fulfillment in the prophetic and you are you're $250 less in your rent. 
we need to hear from God, but we have to move the distractions out. So let me have point B. Let me do it like this. When it comes to distractions, now I know you said social media so, and things of that nature, but can it be something physical uh, uh, pertaining to male-female relationships, marriage, uh, um, finances, different things? Can that distract us as well? Now, I know people will be like, Zach, aren't these aren't these, uh, shouldn't you know these answers? These are, this is just a, a basis because we will have him on again, but this is a basis. I'm asking these basic questions because it seems like that is, it's starting to be a thing that a lot of people are falling away from. We see a lot of people, even in our belief system in the Christianity that, are not being led of God and they're doing the things that he just stated. So the reason why I'm asking him to just break it down just a little bit more with what it, it can it be a what? Can it be a whom? Can it be finances? Pastor Mike, if you want to answer that, can it be? No, it could be, it, it could be everything you're saying. Mm -hmm. It is everything you're saying. Uh, some people don't realize that the wrong person in a relationship can be a distraction from God. You know, you being literally led the other way. God is saying, go this way. And that person is distracting you from going there because they want to do something different from you. And that's why the Bible clearly says it. Can two walk together except they agree? Can finance be a distraction? Of course it can be. Uh, finance can, it, pursuit after money can be a distraction. Somebody who's, uh, you know, who's engaged in activities that they're not, building oneself up sometimes illegal activities are a distraction and this is why it's important for us to realize hey if this thing ain't leading me closer to god then i realize i need to let it go if this person is not leading me closer to god i gotta let them go if this uh this action is lead, not leading me close to god i gotta let it go at the end of the day anything that will stop me from getting close to god and hearing from god i gotta let it go and sometimes the Holy Spirit will assist us Man. in doing it. He will assist us, just like he did with the Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul wanted to go into Bethania, Acts chapter number 16. Guess what happened? The Lord forbid him to go there. He forbid it. Mm. And this is why it's important for us to listen to the Holy Spirit so we can know when God is stopping us from going. And Brother Zach, I'm thank God for you how you you the, that second part of the question was significantly important. I think that was the important part. Because when we talk about the Holy Spirit, people minimize it. And at the end of the day, there's something very significant and very relevant. I got a lot to say on this, but, you know, you go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah. We're going to move on to, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, we're going to move on to the fourth question. And the fourth question is something that is very important because it's very seen in our society, guys. You may be like, Zach, what is it? What happens when we reject the voice of God? What happens when we reject his voice? He's speaking to us clearly, but we just don't want to do it. Pastor Mike. Well, 
bad credit, car accidents, <laughs> sometimes divorce. I've seen it happen. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you reject God, all of the wisdom that come from him, mind you, God knows everything. All of the wisdom that come from him leaves you, man. My God. Obviously, like you just said, it leaves you. So you buying things you shouldn't buy, right? You connecting with people you should connect with. You go into places that you shouldn't go. And then guess what? You find yourself in a destitute place. You know, the Bible said, my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. The Bible said in Hosea chapter four, verse number six. Bible said it. Scripture goes on and says very, very clearly. The scripture goes and says, in all thy ways to acknowledge him, he'll direct thy path. Proverbs three and six. Now, some people say, Pastor Mike, you mean to tell me I got bad credit because I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit? I'm telling you this, if we would listen to him, he'll show us how to build that credit. If we listen to him, he'll show us how to stay married. As a matter of fact, he'll show us how to find the right partner. If we listen to him, we'll, we won't find ourselves in a place where, you know, hey, you know what? I can't afford to rent here and I'm getting evicted. If we're being led by God, the Lord is going to lead us and guide us to all truth. He's going to lead us down the place of prosperity. We can be all deep all we want to, but at the end of the day, the Holy Spirit is there to help us to make good choices. That's it. He's not there to make us jump and shout. He's not there just to be a power source to or lay hands on somebody, they get delivered or lay hands on somebody, they speak in tongues. That's yeah. not only mm -hmm. what the Holy Spirit is there for. It is to teach us and guide us to be a comforter, to be a paraclete, to assist us to make good choices. If we reject the wisdom of God, we're going to make bad choices. That's it. That's it. You're a Christian. You got an actual GPS. The Holy Spirit is a spiritual GPS. I know somebody that used to call their GPS little Jesus. That's it called the GPS. And that's exactly what the Holy Spirit is there to guide us and direct us. If we reject it, we're rejecting wisdom. If we reject it, we're rejecting good knowledge. If we reject it, we're blocking a clear path towards success. Yes, sir strategies different things that he wants to impart and download into us he's if you look at god if you look at it through the word god had a strategy to what to everything he did creation to when he uh came became flesh and jesus jesus came along and he, jesus died there was a plan there was a strategy to it everything that we know about the bible has a strategy to it that's right. And I, I agree with that. And I remember uh, hearing GPS, uh, I used to hear it said like this, uh, God's positioning system. So wherever, right. wherever he wants to take you, you got to have his Holy Spirit because he will, he will, he will guide you and into all truths. He'll guide you into where you need to go. He'll guide you into uh, to a career. He'll guide you to what school you want to go to. He'll guide you into into what what resources to bring in more income instead of doing it on your own. That's right. That's right. He'll position you to get the to resources. It's funny you said it. I was going to say what you just said about positioning. Yep. The Holy Spirit. We've been talking about that, yes, sir. To the right position. Yes, sir. 
Yes, See, some sir. people move out of position. The Lord's ready to pour inside of them, but guess what? Because they move out of position, the blessing that the Lord wants to pour inside of them, it misses them and it falls down onto the table, onto the floor, when it should be falling inside of your spirit, inside of your heart. We got to get to a place where we listen to God so we can get into the right position. We got to be position oriented. We have to be strategic. And a lot of people don't want to hear about strategy because it takes discipline and it takes time and it takes planning. Focus. To actually, yeah. And you just said it, focus. Yes, but sir. if you want to be successful, it's going to require you to listen to the Holy Spirit as a Christian, as a Christian. And even somebody in the world, you can literally become prosperous. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and then learn to listen to Christ, he's going to position you to live the very best life that you can't live. I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. It's not God's desire for us to be poor, to be destitute, to be impoverished. That is not God's will for us. And the Holy Spirit is designed to lead us to that place. I'm, I refuse to be somebody broke. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm not being broke. I'm not going to be destituted. I'm not going to be disenfranchised. I'm not going to be uh, watching people prosper and then hate on them. No, 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 no. The Lord is going to lead me and guide me and send me down his lane on how to get to a place of prosperity. I want to follow him. Let him lead me and guide me so I can get to a place of prosperity. I can't say nothing more than that. My God, because we, we, we at, I just need him. If, like you said earlier, if I could preach the message, I just need him. I need him when I wake up. I need him when I go to work. I need him because if I don't have him, then I'm going to say something to people who get on my nerves at my job. I'm going to say something to people on the street and, and I don't know if they have a weapon or not. They could take my life. If we don't have the Holy Spirit, he will not tell us, be quiet in that moment. He won't. That's right. We will be without him. Uh, Pastor Lori said, and I love her comment, not listening could result in the wrong mate, the wrong friend, etc. It will not listening will really harm your life. Right. And I know the harm might be a very kind of vicious word, but it will it will be detrimental. Because we need the Holy Spirit if we're going to walk through this life. We got to receive him with, and I know this is a big argument and we're not going to go there, but with Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're not going to say I'm going to tell you, I can show you in scripture that when the baptism of the Holy Spirit entered people, what came with that experience was the ability to speak in a prayer language. Yes, sir. I'm not going to fight that. We got Acts chapter number two. We yes, had Acts chapter number 10. Yes, come on. Yes, sir. It's in the scriptures. And what we need now in this age is for us who are naming the name of Jesus Christ to clearly, to clearly have this experience where we're baptized in his spirit. Because I'm telling you right now, he's going to help us. The Holy Spirit will guide us and direct us. I'm telling you, he will. As long as we listen. As long as we listen. Lord, I, I don't know if I should I should marry her or marry him. Lord, I don't know if we should be dating. You can be right on Tinder or whatever place, or Facebook, whatever, any type of uh, 
uh, any type of dating uh, app, dating or whatever. Life. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And because people use it, Christians use it, right? Yep. You can flip, 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 and try to Wipe look left. with somebody. Yep. The Holy Spirit will say, "Stop right there." Yep. Connect. Right there. And some of us are making choices even on a dating app without the Holy Spirit. I guarantee you that God will allow you and lead you to the right place, the right person. You flipping, flipping right there through the dating app, God will show you the right person. And you go ahead and select them. I'm telling you that the Holy Spirit is there not just to be a church spirit. It is there for our everyday life. The Holy Spirit will show you what to buy and what not to buy. Yes, sir. The Holy Spirit will help you to slow down before that accident come. The Holy Spirit, as our brother just said, will stop you from speaking. And hasn't it helped us all? Like, oh. <laughs> and may very well assist you in changing the words that come out your mouth. Uh-huh. Go there. Just go there. Just go there. Go where you want it to go. Really will. <laughs> Talk about the cussing. Well, everybody, nowadays, everybody <laughs> want to, oh, you did what? What you? And they cussing everywhere. <laughs> Don't boop, 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 boop. We got professional curses now. I mean, people that just major in profanity. They can string it along. The Holy Spirit will help you curve their language. He'll help you to change certain words that come out of your mouth. So instead of you saying F, you can say something different. <laughs> or not say nothing. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is there to assist us. The Holy Spirit is there to keep you from making that bad choice. I'm telling you. Man. I was with somebody today. We was looking for a car. The Holy Spirit will show you how to buy the right car. He'll stop you right when you're flipping, looking for your right car. And he'll stop you and say, boom, that's the car for you. The Holy Spirit will do it. If we will listen to him, he was, he was sent to help us to make the right choice. That's what he was sent for. But we block it because, you know, sometimes, you know, our choice and the choice of the Holy Spirit, Different. they don't always agree. Nope. Nope. Because <laughs> we'll see that young lady and she got nice this and nice that, but we don't know what's inside that heart. That young man may have muscles, got big shoulders. But guess what? We don't know what's inside that heart. We don't know how many girlfriends he had or he has, but the Holy Spirit does. Holy Spirit, we said, oh, I like him. Oh my God, he is so cute. Oh my God, he got muscles. Oh my God, he got money. Oh my God, oh my God. And the Holy Spirit would say, not so. He'll tap you just like this right here. Mm -hmm. Nope. And you fight with the Holy Spirit. Oh my God, I ain't in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. That's the devil. No, that's God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you know what God does? Sometimes we reject the Holy Spirit when we know it's him. The Lord will touch another young lady to come and say, girl, you shouldn't mess with him. That's the Holy Spirit assisting you. Or brother, guess what? You know what? You're not listening to God because she's got long hair. She got a nice body and this and the other. Guess what happens? You begin to reject the Holy Spirit and the Lord will send your brother. Say, man, nah, man. She, nah, doc. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it'd be people that already know who, who, that, who that particular person is. He'll send the Holy, the Holy Spirit will send that person to talk to you. 
-hmm. so you won't make the bad choice. The, the Holy Spirit is to help us to make good choices. I'm telling you, man, that's what it's all about. I Making good choices. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> Just saying, y'all save this. Y'all save this. And y'all little Facebook save mess messages. All right. And you pretty much answered this next question. But the final question, and we're going to get out of here after this. Why must we be led by the Holy Spirit? Why must we be led by the Spirit of God? Pastor Mike, it's all you. I'm going to be honest with you, brother. <laughs> I'm not that smart, okay? <laughs> I'm smart, but I ain't that smart. There's some things that I just can't see. There are things that I just don't know. Come on My here. My experiences <laughs> are limited. But if I'm connected to a God that's not bound by time or space, if I'm connected to a God that knows all things, if I'm connected to somebody that is not bound by any experience at all, who know the heart and mind of people, if I will listen to him, guess what? I'll do good. Here's, I want to say this. This question is very relevant. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Because when, whenever I think about this question, I'm thinking about Galatians chapter number five, ah. verse 16, 17. Scripture talks about for us not to be uh, led by the flesh. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you now, I told, I said it to the saints on Sunday. Sure I can't can. wait. Boy, I can't wait to get this new body that the Lord has for us. So I can get this sin nature out of me and put that sin nature against the wall and just Take some jazz. Body bag it. <laughs> I'm telling you now, the thing that has caused us the most problems is that flesh. That's our greatest enemy. We, we got victory over the devil. The Bible said, thanks be unto God that gives us the victory over the devil. Great is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We got victory over that devil. Yes, but sir. that flesh, that part of us that be like, you know good and well you shouldn't have nothing to do with that young lady. But you want her. I'm a, I'm a married man. No good and well you got a wife. Children. That flesh should go for her. Because that flesh is going to go against the things of God. It's going to go against the institution of marriage. I got to say no to that flesh. But that flesh is designed to lead us down the wrong way. And when we listen to that flesh, when we listen to that sin nature that's down inside of us, when we are led by that, we find ourselves in jail. Again, we find ourselves in bad credit. We find ourselves beaten up. And in some cases, we be dead because we are following something that opposes God. Our greatest enemy is our flesh, is that sin nature. And it came from Adam who made a bad choice. Adam made a bad choice. All because of this, this body. And then ultimately the nature of sin that came down inside. Y'all, we got to be led by the word of God and his spirit. You know you want right. But guess what? The sin nature is going to come against that right. Say, no. No, man, this is better. This is better. Right now, uh, Lord, I want to. I want to talk about this, but I don't want to mess up the <laughs> mess up with nobody. By sin nature, listen, y'all, Christian, Christian people, your sin nature be like, go ahead, 
that that uh that uh that dead weed. That what he done. Got you going. And you all messed up. Can't hear nothing from God. You so when you high, you can't hear nothing from God. And you sit up there. And all because your Holy Spirit said, go and get that dime back. At the I, fle I flesh, excuse me, I flesh said, get that dime back. The Holy Spirit said had nothing to do with it. We have to be led by the Holy Spirit. And some people don't say people don't like that type of talk. They don't like that type of talk. But the fact of the matter is, it's the Holy Spirit going to lead us the right way. Yes, sir. Because while I just say, hey, it's not good for us to go ahead and roll up and smoke because it will lead us to a DUI. Mm -hmm. We got people right now who are driving under the influence of a substance and they're driving into trees and they're driving into fences and they're driving into, into they're driving the people all because they're under the influence of a substance. The Holy Spirit will say, no, don't go that way. Don't use that. And you avoid the accident if you listen to the Holy Spirit. You'll avoid running into a guardrail. You'll avoid running into a tree simply because you listen to the Holy Spirit. You follow the word of God. We have to not listen to this flesh. Our flesh is, I don't care how good it looks or how good it feels. We got to say no to the flesh and say yes to the spirit. This is the right way. I know this feels good. This is the right way. I know this tastes good. This feel the right. This is the right way right here. Following God is up to us. It's up to us. It's up to us to do it, to listen to the Holy Spirit and not reject him. The Holy Spirit, as we as you get ready to close, brother, the Holy Spirit is there to help us to make good choices. Why did Adam and Eve put us in this position we're in right now? One simple reason. He made bad choice. He made a bad choice. And you know what the Lord said? I'm going to send back the Holy Spirit to keep you from making bad choices. Your father Adam made a bad choice. Sin entered into the world. I had to come down from heaven to go fix the problem. Yep, wrap on flesh. Yeah, I got to. Oh, let me put on. Let me put on my fire, my fire uniform. Or let me put on the police uniform and go and help you. Yeah. And he did. And extinguished. And said, oh, yeah. Right. I fixed the problem down here on earth. Now, since I fixed this problem by setting up the kingdom of God down here on earth, I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to send back the Holy Spirit. That's going to help you to maintain the thing that I set up down here on earth. And the Holy Spirit is going to help you to walk in the kingdom, walk in kingdom principle, walk in according to the word of God, to be a better person, to love, to be patient, to be kind, to be caring. The Holy Spirit is going to help you to do the right thing and to say the right thing. That's the job, to help you make the right choice. Instead of cursing it out, you say, you know, I'm going to go ahead and pay for your lunch. Even though you yelled at me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. That's why I say, Lord, please help me. That, that girl lied on me. Lord, please help me. And don't you know the Lord will come in? He'll stop right here. Say, he'll touch my heart. And he'll make me say good morning to the person that just lied on me. My God. And you know what will happen? My, my. We'll begin to see a relationship develop that should have been torn apart because of my flesh response. But my flesh response would have been to make sure 
that 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 your chair was broken so you sat down in that chair and you fell to the floor that's the flesh response but the god the holy spirit response the god response the fruit of the spirit response you know i'm gonna give you something you want breakfast i'm gonna give you breakfast you want to you want some orange juice? I'm going to get you orange juice. What, what you want from the store? You just talked about me. You just lied on me. But the Holy Spirit will come and make you do right when you want to do wrong. Paul said, oh, what wretched man that I am. The sin nature, this wretched man wants me to do wrong. But guess what happens? The Holy Spirit come to help me to fight against this wretched man. The sin nature that's down inside of me. But the saints, I'm going to say, we're going to make it no matter what. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we are going to make it. Yes, sir. Not only with, with this Holy Spirit, we're going to get up out of here. We're going to see the Lord. We're going to take off this body. Woo, Lord, thank you. You ever been in a suit? Anybody ever had a suit on and it was hot outside? Mm-hmm. You took it off. You took off that suit. You was like, woo. Yes, Lord. Lord. My daughter, when she would wear her stockings. Uh huh. She like that. She wears stocking, takes stock off. Ooh, thank you, God. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, Ooh. <laughs> yo. At the end of the day, the Holy Spirit is going to lead us to get to a place when that time comes, when the Lord changes us in a moment, in a twinkle of the eye, we'll be ready to go back with Him. The Holy Spirit is going to lead us. It's going to lock us in. The Bible talks of the earnest of His Spirit is going to lock us in so we can be ready to return with Him when He comes. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. We yes, need sir. it. We got to be led need by it. it. We need it. Yes, sir. Well, that was the last question for today. I All I can do is end on that. Uh, I just want to say thank you to all who have liked the page, like to everybody who shared, everybody who stayed on the entire time. I want to say thank you to my mentor, one of my mentors, Pastor Michael D. Beasley, and I see all a lot of my community chapel of Christ family on here. I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, please like the page, comment, subscribe. Uh, subscribe is Zach, is Zach, uh, Zach, speak on it with Zach Jr. on YouTube as well. This will be up on YouTube in a little bit, but I want to say thank you to my mentor, Pastor Michael Beasley. And as I continue, as I continue to push this, I thank God for his prayers and his support. And as we close, I'm going to ask Pastor Michael, as we close, to pray, and we will see you in two weeks. So Pastor Michael, can you pray us out? Amen. We're going to pray. We're going to ask God to help us to deal with us Help us to deal with our sin nature, our choices, asking the Holy Spirit to come in yes, and Lord. assist us. Father, in Jesus' name, we need your spirit. Yes, Lord. Father, help us to be led by your spirit. Father, we just want to say thank you. We need you. We need you. We need you. And we say thank you right now. Your spirit is what we need yes. all the time. Help us, assist us, even today, even now, to make the right choice. God bless this podcast. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. As a man of God is sharing your word and sharing your wisdom throughout the whole entire world. Father, we need your Holy Spirit. It's not just a church spirit. It is a, a spirit for all human beings that will help us to make the right choice. Father, let us be led by it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless everyone. Have a great day. In Jesus' um, name. As you, as, you, as you leave, don't forget to encourage, motivate, and inspire. Everybody have a blessed day.